0: Greetings and welcome to episode 29 of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. In today's episode, we shall explore the world of herbs and their history of healing the human body. Our history is taken from the Homesteaders Herbal Companion by Amy Fuel. And until the Middle Ages, herbs were used by ancient cultures for a variety of purposes. When people started to resume that disease and illness were punishments from God, they tossed herbalism and natural healing aside. Thankfully, many monks opened their doors to those who wanted to continue their herbalist educations and to those who are already knowledgeable. Many monasteries who had beautiful herb gardens in their courtyards offered their services and herbal remedies to those in need. Fast forward to the 18th and 19th centuries when scientific discoveries on the causes of diseases and how they're transmitted were at the forefront of modest medicine. We made major strides in sanitation and vaccinations to de- decrease communication diseases and communicable diseases. Unfortunately, The notion that all disease could be completely eradicated led to the decline in the practice of herbalism as preventative medicine. The decrease in herbalism as skilled natural medicine was rapid, and unfortunately, we're still paying for it today. Not even a year after the discovery of antibiotics, we became an antibiotic resistant people, and now we're quickly learning that the end of an antibiotic era is near. Antibiotics are used in our livestock feeds, injected into commercial meat animals for faster food productions, slathered on wounds through antibiotic ointments, and overused and abused by many. This is why many people, especially homesteaders, are turning back to herbalism, not just to heal, but to live a more natural lifestyle. And that's not just for our bodies, but for animals and food as well. We're turning away from the overuse of antibiotics and other natural product additives. And we know that in order for this herbalism thing to work in a modern society, we must remaster the practice before we reach the post-antibiotic area. It's time to take back our homes, our health, our food, and our lives. Medicinal versus tonic herbs. Whether you're using them for medicine or just to make a simple lotion, you need to know how to safely use herbs. Just as with antibiotics, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing in herbalism. it's extremely important to know that there are two different classes of herbs when it comes to healing and use in everyday medicinal herbs and tonic herbs. Medicinal herbs are herbs that are typically have a strong chemistry. Medicinal herbs are generally not to be consumed in large doses unless directed by our physician and can be harmful to the body if not taken properly. When using medicinal herbs, you typically take specific dosages, sometimes large amounts for two weeks at a time, and then take a break before starting again. These herbs operate with our bodies in specific ways to treat specific ailments. They can be considered toxic if not taken properly or in too large a dosage. However, the toxicity of most of these herbs occurs with such high dosages that we'd never even think of dosing ourselves at that level. Medicinal herbs can be used in smaller amounts, in cooking, take garlic, for example. Like me, you probably cook with it almost daily. But when taking a large dose, garlic can be a powerful medicinal herb in the body and can be toxic when taking an excess of 20 grams or more a day. Don't worry about taking anything that much to a Sunday night homemade pasta dinner. Similarly, <laughs> herbs like uh, comfrey, which many homesteaders grow in their gardens, have been proven time and again to cause toxicity, especially for the liver, when ingested in large amounts. It is always best to research from reliable sources before using your herbs. I repeat, it is always best to research from reliable sources before using your herbs. Remember, just because someone says it's true doesn't mean that it is. Slow and steady, when surprised, and taking the time to know your stuff, well, it definitely pays off. Examples of medicinal herbs, herbs, rather, are echinacea, garlic, comfrey, arnica, which is never to be ingested, and holy bagels. Let me repeat that. Examples of medicinal herbs are echinacea, garlic, comfrey, arnica, which is never, never to be ingested, and holy basil. Tonic herbs are herbs that are used for general usage and can be consumed in large amounts without fear of toxicity. However, I still caution people not to consume them in extra-large dosages. They have a generalized health effect on many areas of the body or the whole body in general, rather than targeting a specific element like medicinal herbs do. Low toxicity, but high in benefits. These herbs are given for general improvement or for overall health and are also great for cooking and regular consumption. Some examples of tonic herbs are parsley, cilantro, and ginger. Now, no matter what type of herbs you use, whether medicinal or tonic, all herbs in natural states have the ability to cause irritation if not taken properly, or if you have an allergy to them. With that said, you more than likely have been using herbs like thyme, basil, garlic, turmeric, and rosemary in your cooking for years to come. If these haven't bothered you, keep using them. Is the actual extraction in a tea, tincture, salve, or syrup that may cause adverse reactions. Herbs can be used to make hot water infusions, tinctures, syrups, poultices, macerates, infused oils, salves, creams, powders, or essential oils. The list goes on. Safe dosages. It's important to know the difference between what's right for daily intake and medicinal intake dosages. This isn't something you'll ever know off the top of your head unless you use an herb often. If an herb isn't working medicinally for you, you might have the dosage too low, or you should consult a certified herbalist, a holistic doctor, or dosage. You, you must up your dosage in extremely small increments. Dosing as a preventative measure versus dosing as a medicinal healing agent are two completely different things. The key to dosage is to remember that there's a balancing act between too little, too much, and just the right amount. Now, in our next episode, we learn a little more about the basic concepts of herbal medicine. For example, how do you get started? What materials do you need? What are the energetics of herbal medicine? And what you need to know. So tune in next week for episode 30 of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. In the meantime, you may go to our website at healthyshaolin.com or to ShaolinTempleUS.org to learn more about our organization. Until next time then, namaste.